The views and opinion and comments on this episode of the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinion by any law enforcement department or agency. Content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Now that that's out the way, let's get this show started. Welcome one, welcome all. This is the Black and Blue Bad Girl Podcast, the only podcast that was made by law enforcement for law enforcement. To express our thoughts, our concerns, ideas, or hey, if you just want to vent, you can do that too. Now hold on, wait a minute, civilians. We haven't forgot about you. We welcome you to listen in. We'd like to hear from you. I'm not alone. I brought back up who's on this ride along with me. Wadi. And Holiday. And I'm Jules. We have a great show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. On today's episode, the Vanguards are discussing the off-duty police officer charged for fleeing and eluding from the police. Yeah, you heard me right. We'll talk about it and much, much more. Holiday, what you know good with Cat Daddy? I'm all good. I'm all good. Thank you for asking. All right, man. Miss Waddy, what it is? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm always good. Blessed. Thankful. Man, you How are y'all? What? Oh, man. Well, you know what? We all good. We all, all good. good. You know what, guys? We haven't talked. How was you guys Thanksgiving? Full. Full? You ate, a, you, you ate a lot, Miss Waddy? Yep. Okay. It never shows, but it's okay. <laughs> nice. Hey, you, yeah, you just get that fast metabolism. You get whatever you want yep. and don't gain a pound. Right. Okay. Oh, holiday, man. How was that Thanksgiving, man? It was good. It was awesome. It was awesome. I was supposed to go to that damn tier deployment, but it was mm-hmm. canceled because it was on Thanksgiving. Okay. It was, it was beautiful. I had my oh. day off. I ate good. Oh, yeah. Your family. Mm-hmm. I'm winning. Oh man, that's what's up. That's what's up. You know, it's always good when you get the when you off for a holiday. You get to spend it with your family and friends. You get music and food and conversations and music and uh, movies. Uh-huh. Um, just just a good just good to be off on holidays. Be around people who love you instead of being at work and dealing with domestics and drunk people and you know. Just, just people just doing dumb stuff, and you know you got to deal with, you know, deal with all this type of crap, and you know, so you know it's with a heavy heart we have to announce that another one of our brother in law enforcement, you know, another brother of, a, of the struggle, you know, end up taking his own life, you know, Officer Hayek, you know. This is the sixth Chicago police officer this year that took their own life. And it's, don't know what the, I don't know what to make of it. Don't know what to make of it. And, you know, we had a, you know, an episode about what we're thankful about. And life is one of the things that, you know, we all say we're thankful for. But there are people out here are struggling and don't know how to deal with it and took their own life. And then we have people that's still out here that's dealing with things. And and we just want to say, hey, you definitely have to talk to somebody. You have to explain and kind of expose and let your guard down and 
and be open-minded to say, hey, I need help. I'm, I'm stressful, I'm dealing with things and I need help before it's too late. You know, we always say, you know, suicide is a, a it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem that you're having. Whatever problem you're going, whatever problem you got going on right now, it's it's not here to stay. It'll pass. But it's only depend it, it only depend on if you want it to pass or not. It's totally up to you. But you're the you're the only one that can save your own life. Nobody else can do it for you. And if you don't say anything, nobody else can know. So definitely, if somebody's hearing this and going through something, definitely, definitely got to speak to somebody because it's it's not good when you know you 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 take your life and your family is leaving behind. You leave your family behind, just wondering why, or your friends just wondering why, and you know, it's just it's not it's not it's just not good. You know, there we get people in places and units where you know you get free free uh uh, uh counseling and resources so we would you know just utilize it just utilize those resources we even have uh one episode we even had a uh, uh peer support uh personnel coming on uh kevin superman benson he explained a lot of the ins and outs that goes into the you know eap the program so so utilize it utilize it it, it helps it helps. Yeah, I definitely encourage our fellow officers to definitely use it. Um, you do have officers on this job who genuinely do value your life, value who you are. And I'll speak for myself. I don't have to know you. I don't have to have a relationship with you. I'm never, you know, trying to be intrusive, but I'm always here to talk or here. No, better yet here to listen, because I believe it's important to continue praying for the family members of those who have lost their lives by suicide and those who have been contemplating. I really pray. I pray every day for the department, department members. Um, I don't know each individual to know what everybody's going through, but there's hope and there's purpose. There's a God-given purpose of why you're still here and how and why you even cross paths with this job. So just praying that everybody seeks their purpose and seeks God and really, um, you know, reach out to talk, you know, and not feel like there's no one there to sit with you or walk with you through it. Yeah, you know, that's one of the reasons Holiday and Miss Waddick, we, we we got together and started this this podcast. So people, the officers or whoever the case may be, officers, family, or just a reckless uh, civilian can express how they feel on, on here by the by our email address you know you can always email us and you can write out how you feeling that's one way of getting it you know communicating and getting it off your chest by by writing out a letter and just expressing how you feel and you know so that's another reason man you know one of the reasons why we started this podcast you know so all right so with all that being said let's kind of lighten the mood a little bit and kind of switch gears and by doing that, we're going to talk about what's new on the beat. Holiday, man. Hey, Cat Daddy, you got anything new? I hate intoxication jobs. That's what I, they ain't new, but I hate them. 
It should be a law. If they want to make a, a safety law, a safety act law, well, make a safety act on we don't go to intoxication calls. Oh, man. Waste of time. Uh-oh, why? What happened? They didn't even hit nobody. We went there. Buddy was just mad because he didn't trust his lady. And they everybody's intoxicated, of course. So, long story short, um, get there. They arguing. He said he wants her out. Mind you, it's like four something in the morning, five in the morning. And it's cold out. He wants her out, out, out. Then we were talking to him like, all right, look, here's the deal. There's no like, nothing really happened here. Like she didn't hit you. She even threatened you. You're just mad because you're not having it your way. So you want her out. That's not good enough. Okay. You know, so we're like, well, she's going to stay. Uh, my partner, uh, Katie, shout out to Katie, was able to talk him into like, all right, she can stay. We're like, okay, just don't talk to each other. Let her sleep on this couch. You sleep in your room. The end. We leave. We go to lunch. After lunch, dispatcher call said, the caller's back. He wants her out. Get back over there. And your boy lost it. Cool officer was no longer cool. Uh-oh. Oh man, holiday. To the what point, happened, my man? to the point my partner didn't even, couldn't even say nothing. Cause it's a rare moment I lose my cool. Okay. Uh oh, this is good now. Yeah. I'm, I'm mother, sitting up now. That mother sucker had no eye. <laughs> mother sucker. <And laughs> that mother sucker. I said, why am I here? Why am I back? And I said, you know what? On body camera, I don't care. You know, I say what I please. I said, man, I said it's over now. I said, I, now I lost my fucking cool. What's going okay. on? Why well, I'm mm-hmm. back? I, I I want her out. She's laid. She's she's on on the couch. No, she drunk. Is she drunk too? Or yeah, but she's not not arguing with him. She's okay. trying to sleep. They ha- also there was a best friend of his that was there too. He's sleeping on the other side of the couch. So he's like, man, yeah, officer, like, he's bugging. Like, he just woke us up. Like, get out. So I lost it. I said, I said no one's leaving, you know. Fuck this. It's late. No one's leaving. You go to bed. I told him to go to bed. I told his friend to lock the door. I said, once we leave, you go to bed. Nobody's leaving. You upset for what? Now, everybody, now, I guess the lady's feeling dizzy. So she's saying, so we're like, do you need an ambulance or something, ma'am? You know, she ain't saying yes or no. I told my partner, hey, call EMS. So just our luck. So now, even though I did tell them, I said, she ain't going. She ain't going to the ambulance. Mm-hmm. But we was kind of hoping she'll go so they can like, you know, separate. And uh, of course they came. She was fine all of a sudden. She's not going. Uh, she refused ambulance. But te- while we was waiting for the ambulance, you know what this clown says? What's that? Uh, oh, uh, you can. Are you okay? 
you you can sleep in my room. I'll sleep on the couch. He gets so polite now. Now he don't want to kick her out. Mm-mm-mm. I said, <laughs> this whole time? Now she asked for an ambulance and it's a, a 180. Oh, you can sleep. I, I'm not here to hurt you. I would never kick you out. And mm. I said, he must forgot why we're here. So long story short, even though it seemed like a pretty long, cool guy, cool cop, lost his cool, got loud, cuss, told him it's not an option. This was going to happen. There's two things he can do. Mm-hmm. Nothing didn't like it. Okay. And that's the bottom line. Okay. Yeah, you know, them drunk, them drunk, them drunk disturbance calls are making you don't know where to where it's gonna end up at or make out of what, what's going on. I mean they, they argue. Laugh. They argue oh. and, and and then at the end of the day, you know, uh, we I don't want to do nothing or you know they're drunk. That's why I don't take them serious. Make that a call. Make that a law. Man, I don't take them serious whatsoever. <laughs> it, man, it's like, what is it? What, what y'all want to do? What y'all want right. to do? Then if they know him and hum and then I want to, I leave. I had a drunk incident the other day. And well, well, might as well. I, I had something else I want to tell, but I might as well, since we're talking about drunk people. And um, this girl's drunk. He wants it gone. Okay. It's outside, we're outside, and it's cold. I said, all right, man, listen, this is what we do. We'll drop you at home because you ain't no shape to drop. I said, do you live here? No. Where you stay at? She stayed over east. Okay. We'll take you home because you can't drive. I don't want to mess around and kill yourself or somebody else. I said, come on. Let's let's get in the car because it's cold. I don't want to be cold. She went him and the humming, and she needs her purse and her phone. So I'm looking to do, like, where's her purse and her phone? They can't find it. I said, I said, okay. I said, listen, you can always get this stuff later. I don't, you know, let's go. I, it's cold. I'm, I don't even want to be outside. And I don't even right, do right. this job. Right. I said, come on. Well, she him and hum. She don't want to come and stuff. And I'm sitting up there like, what are do you want to do? You know, I'm like you, Ali. I'm getting, I'm getting upset. What do you want? You called us. We're here. What do you want? And then then she, you know, I'm grabbing her by her arm, like, hey, come on, I'm trying to lead her to the car and then she's like well you know why are you why are you being aggressive i said oh my god i said what <laughs> do you want to do you want to stand out here and argue it's cold out here and she only had like a blue jean jacket on and i'm like i know you well no right. she got that she got that look in it so yeah she she's hot. nothing yeah, right she's hot. so i'm sitting up here like like come on you know let's go i'm, I'm not gonna mess around with this and she's like i don't, don't want to go with you 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 kill people i said what I said, what? Beautiful. That came Paul. <laughs> I was like, what? I said, I killed people. I said, I said, I said, not yet, but come on. Yeah, come on. I want to, you know, come on, stop playing. And then she's like, you're a very dangerous person. I said, you know what? I am. I am dangerous. And I tell you what, I looked at old boy. This is your problem. I'm gone. <laughs> nice. So I was working with, I was working with my man, Miles, man. Oh, Miles, Miles, went to, yeah. Miles went to go open up the door. <laughs> he was looking like, like, what you gonna do? And then I was like, hey man, we're gone. He said, Well, she refused service. I said, exactly right. Mm-hmm. Man, we ain't stick around to that, man. I said, dude, like it's your it's your you handle this, you deal with this. I ain't gonna deal with this. It's cold. Yeah, I know this. The, the, the colder it is, the stupid. Yeah, the stupid people get. 
I'm hey, still up hey. there. I, still, you know, I had to put my foot in her ass to get in the, to get her fat ass in the back of that car and stuff like that. Then I look like a bad guy. You had somebody, it's cold outside. You had somebody up there like, yeah, y'all locking somebody up. Mind your business. Go somewhere and go somewhere and, you know, go, go home or something. What are you doing standing outside? It's cold. It's night. It's like eight o'clock at night or something. Go home. What, what you worry about it for? It's none of your, it's none of your business. But no, people want to stand outside. Hey, is somebody getting locked up? Get out of here. <laughs> like, go play you know yeah. like this drunk stuff i ain't gonna deal with it and that's what i'm gonna handle a lot of stuff nowadays you know if it's stupid i'm gonna just walk away i'm gonna quote this refuse service look, or whatever the case may be you know look, what look, they figure it out look 2023 look it already started actually but if i don't see no blood no physical injuries i'm gone right like the hell it's cold you <laughs> I mean, if it's hot, it's hot. Right. It's cold. Just drunk, ignorant, dumb stuff, man. I'm not dealing with it. Yeah, I'm not dealing it, with it. It's a, you know, when, when I first got on, you know, I always asked people what you hate the most. And they said, man, them drunks, them intoxication calls, man, you gonna hate them. Mm. But maybe easily we leave out of it. Miles and I left out of it and code that thing. Of mm-hmm. course, of course, they call back. Of course. But you know what happened then? It got coded again. We didn't nice. win. <laughs> hey, hey, serving. Oh, that's this. Hey, it's your problem now, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> your problem now. Man, Miss Waddy. What you got for us? I don't have anything. Ain't nothing happening. Well, um, where that part for? It's been man? really, it's been really slow lately. Where that where that part for? Where that part for? <laughs> It's been really slow lately. Okay, well, ain't nothing wrong with that. It doesn't want to look that. What you always say, you get paid the same no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. You handle 20 jobs in one job, you get paid the same. Mm-hmm. Hey. Hey, I love it. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's get moving. Any follow-ups holiday? All right. From so, the uh from any last episode or previous episode, or you know. All right, we have a couple. Uh, we're gonna first go with Jason. Thank you for listening mm-hmm. to the show. Dad wrote, Enjoy, uh, it's a great show. Really enjoy listening to you guys. The one dish I had to have for Thanksgiving is spaghetti. Mm. And the good news is, Jason agreed with us about, about you cannot do chitlins. Okay, yuck. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we all agree, yeah. Chillins is off. We nowhere near our, that menu, but spaghetti. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know, hey, hey. A, a couple of people make fun of me, uh, Holiday Miss Waddy, because I tell people I put sweet baby rays on my spaghetti. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, yeah, look, we're from the same blood. There you go. Hell yeah, that's sweet. Baby I said make Ray. it. Yes, yeah, I, I said I call it barbecue spaghetti. Some people yeah. say it's, some it people say some people say it's nasty. I said, I was like, no, it's good. I said, at first, and then I'd be like, have you tried it? And they said, no. I said, well, then how can you how can you comment on something if you ain't tried it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If yeah. it works, it works for you. Yeah. Thank you. See, Miss Waddy, yeah, it's no wonder why you're on here. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> God bless sweet baby Ray's. <laughs> He's like, God bless me. Yeah, you ain't kidding. You can't. Bless it. Oh, man. Even. <laughs> Even though what people don't understand is even without it, people that had mom's spaghetti, Uh-oh. Mom's one of the spaghetti. best spaghettis 
in the world. Mm-hmm. Everybody that had our mother spaghetti loves it. Oh yeah. So especially for years. So never had a complaint. Never complained. But with that sweet baby Ray, mm. come I on. Ooh. I, I put that beep on everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like good slogan. Good job. Oh man. Well, right. You get another note, uh, uh, another follow up. Yeah, yeah. Next one is from Angie. Um, thank you for listening to the show as well. And she wrote, for my Thanksgiving tradition, my sister and I always go to the park and play soccer before dinner. Wow, that's good too. Another word for football, but we call it soccer. Mm-hmm. Hey, that sounds like fun too. Hey man, like I said, holiday, we used to play football for the most part and then and then uh, basketball used to do things before getting uh before we go eat and stuff so so yeah that's that's a good one it's about the day you know what you say her family go and play soccer first and then uh my actually you know what for next year i'm gonna try to find somebody whoever you know a friend or whatever the case may be if they playing football so might might get in might get in just a couple 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 sessions i don't know we're playing the whole game but maybe a couple sessions there you go yeah hey even if it's flag football right even it's flag mm-hmm. yeah they get a couple plays in <laughs> all right guys <laughs> yeah all right where you going hey man that's it man <laughs> there you go so, yeah that's a good one yeah so soccer yeah, that's a good one. I probably be no good at it, but I never played. I played like in like high school, you know, like you know, gym class stuff okay. like that. They asked me to be the goalie. <laughs> Easy score. Okay. <laughs> like, see, they, what, they, what? they boy, they charge that damn foot up, about to kick that ball hard as they can towards me. She, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to stop the ball for free. She, that ball, hey, this is about to be an easy goal. Dang. I try to do them tricks. We kick the ball over your back of your legs and uh, man, negative results. No, I never, never played, never played soccer. Never really, never really played. <laughs> Miss White, how about you? You ever played soccer? I've never played soccer. It looks okay. fun. Yeah, it don't look too bad. Like I don't know the rules or anything or, you know. <laughs> Me either. I feel like it'll be a fun game to play in the summer, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's big. Like a family game. It's big. It's popular. Yeah. It's popular. It's popular definitely in other countries. America, not so much. I mean, a little bit, but other yeah, countries, yeah. man. Yeah. They've been dying off of soccer, boy. They, yeah. <laughs> man. All right, we're going to keep rolling. Uh, Miss Waddy, any notifications? Yeah. New York City Attorney Rahman was sentenced to 15 months for firebombing a police vehicle. Good. Well, no, he should have had more than that. The uh, lawyers used Molotov cocktail in a violent clashes with the police following the murder of George Floyd. Matters, who was driving a van pulled over near the 88th police station, and Rahman got out and tossed a lit Molotov cocktail into a police car. Officers also found a lighter and Bud Light beer bottle filled with toilet paper and a gas- gasoline tank in the back of the minivan driven by Mattis. 
Robin and Mattis have both been disbarred. Man, good. Yeah, I'm with you, Miss Waddy. You still got more. What do, how are you attorneys and you setting fire to police cars? You throw you threw a Molotov cocktail to a to a police car. Man. Yeah. Attorney? You're an attorney. You're an attorney and you hate police. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to be that that lady who hold the the the, the plates by the chain and is blind has a blindfold. It's called, you know, it represents justice is blind, so there's no there's no judgment, but they show they show judgment. Yep. And I'm glad they disbarred. And I'll tell you what, I wish I knew what van was Mattis. Mattis was driving to firebomb his van, I'll tell you that. Wow. That's crazy. Man, that's crazy. People have lost their minds. But we're going to mm-hmm. get into it. We're going to get into a letter on the show about, uh, you know, there's upset about George Floyd, and rightfully so. You being upset is warranted. I mean, it's valid. But not to not to destroy a police officer's car or anybody else's property or whatever the case may be, but we'll get into it. We'll get into it. I'm glad. I'm glad they both disbarred because they shouldn't be rep- they shouldn't represent anybody if you do something like this. Oh. Mm. Okay, what else we get, uh, Miss Water? Next, members of the Great Lake Regional Fugitive Task Force and the Boston Police Fugitive Unit place. Uh, Darai Bio of Ethiopia under okay. arrest landing at O'Hare Airport in Chicago. Bio is warned from a 2014 shooting where the victim was shot. Bio fled the country after the shooting. Bio is charged with armed assault with intent to murder and battered mm. with a dangerous weapon, unlawful possession of a firearm. Mm. When, when this happened, Miss, what was it? Was it 2014? Yeah. Ooh, he's been on a run for what's that? What's today? Today is today's what the 20, 2022? What what's that? Eight years. Yeah, yep. eight years. Ooh, wait. He's been a run. He's been on a run for eight years, and they finally caught him. Goes to show you. It goes to show you that hey, I guess it won't forget. Who's <laughs> still gonna be looking for you? This boy that fled the country and he came back, thought he was good, and came back and got locked up. Got him. Well, I'm glad. Good. Beautiful. Good. From Ethiopia, huh? Hope hope they tie him up and horse whip him. So I don't know. There you, you go. Know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they do. <laughs> sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> what else we get, Miss Watt? Just anonymous tips up to five thousand dollars for tips leading to gun trafficking charges or conviction and up to $15,000 for tips leading to homicide charges of, or convictions. You can always call 833-408-0069, or you can always email cpdtip.org. Listen, this is very important. I want to say, because of anonymous tips led to charges for the killing of 12-year-old Nazariah Moore, uh, she was coming from her own from her birthday party and she got shot and hit in the head and died just driving home family driving home from her birthday party these pieces of crap was shooting and a straight bullet hit hit her and killed her and because of anonymous tip 
was able to 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 lock these lock these two. They got two in custody for shooting nice. killing. Nice. Man, I, I mean, I was out there that day, Miss Whitey Holiday. I was out there working, and we it was me, uh, my partner, the tag team. We was out there. It was March. It was cold. And I believe we was out there for hours looking for who, who get ring cameras, surveillance cameras, talking to people, getting information. Because this mm. shouldn't happen. 12 Mm-mm. years old, coming from her birthday. Her last she, birthday. She, she, her last birthday. Now she, you know. But thank God somebody stepped up and, you know, said what they had to say. They see. And whatever information they have, they get it to the authorities. That's how you work together. That's what we've been preaching about on the show for the moment. We have to work together. You know, we got to work together and get these guys off the street because they, they don't need to be on the street. Out there just shooting openly and just wild and free, like, with no, you know, no ramifications. Good. Hope it open up the death penalty and, and, and you know what I'm saying, electrocute these boys. Cause that's what need to happen, but you know, I'm in a different era. I need to be back in the days era, but there's a different era where we, um, too much yeah. do things, especially here in Cook County. So, yeah, yeah, be be easy on them. They don't know. They didn't know what they was doing. Yeah, right. They just forgive, shoot. They were shooting. The, right, forgive them for not. They know what they was doing. Yeah, yeah. You know, they they need help. So, so utilize it. Uh, long story short, utilize this anonymous tip because it worked. It worked. Mm-hmm. worked. Before we get into the, before we get to the meat and potatoes show, before we get to the main thing, before we get, before we go to work, I remember I was on duty one year. A radio transmission came out. There was a disturbance. Okay. They said it was the police fighting the police. Mm. I said, huh? I said, what's good? What? I said, is that right? So we ran to my partner. We drove over to the location. There wasn't fighting, but there was an argument. It was a misunderstanding or whatever the case may be. But one of the officers was doing some bad to another officer's arrestee. Not bad in a way, but not treating them right. You know, mm-hmm. so the officer who had that, had his subject, had the offender, kind of, you know, stepped in and kind of, you know, kind of protected. Mm-hmm. But the people who think that officers don't step, right officers, good officers don't step in, you don't know what you're talking about because we do it all the time. But that doesn't get highlighted. Let me get off my soapbox. What we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about the off-duty officer who was charged with fleeing in the loop from regular officers, from, from working police officers. Mm. So we talking about officers who kind of, not kind of, who, who do the job and the people in the community and other officers a disservice. Mm. Mm. You know, this, this, this platform, this podcast is a pro-police progress. We don't really like talking about the bad parts of the job too much, because we got a lot of people that's doing that for us. We pretty much want to highlight the positive parts of the, you know, of law enforcement officer. 
very positive because it's 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 few. It's far and few between. You don't hear it as much. You know, I had you know some people. I know some people that came to you guys on. You know, it's a great podcast, but you guys never talk about the bad things. Well, you got a lot of people talking about the bad things already. We need to talk about the good things because the the good things outweigh the bad. We do a lot of good things out there, but it doesn't get highlighted. And that's what it needs to be exploited. You know, that had to be said because you always get to hear the bad things. Then people will, you know, go back to what you guys are nothing but killers or you guys don't do anything or you guys are do this and that. And it's like, wait a minute, no, you do a disservice by talking about the men, the many men and women in law enforcement that do do their job every day on a daily basis and do it right. But we do have to talk about the bad on this one. Just on this episode, maybe on a future episode, I don't know. But on this one, it kind of bothered me. I have a good idea and figure that I know it bothered you guys too. Because good officers hate when an officer or a bad officer do something bad to bring a discredit and do bring discredit to to the police department. Mm-hmm. This guy here, he's a police and he got charged with fleeing and looting on with the police officer, with the, the police. Okay, I I can't make this stuff up. I can't make any sense around it, but but this right here isn't his first time, guys. Last year he was stopped for you know driving a fraction or whatever the case may be. And he again he bugged up. It was disrespectful towards the working, the working police, the police that pulled them over. So listen, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna play. They got this. They got a video of this guy getting pulled over, talking crap to the police. We're gonna play it. We'll rap about it. streak all right so guys before we could before we kick this thing off if if you was the officer that encounter encounter my man you know this dude here well how would you how would you handle this whoever want to go first is cool yeah i'll give me a blue card He said he called you. He called them you blue card MF. Yeah, you right. I got me a blue card and a ticket for your dumb ass. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, hey, look, here's what's gonna do. You gonna you gonna come you gonna come correct. You gonna come correct. You gonna get the citation, cop or not. It's just that simple. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You, I can call the white shirt. I really don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? 
but I'll be damned you gonna talk to me like that. Right. You know, I was I was uh, thrown off holiday. I was thrown off because I'm like, we don't like here's the thing, people, ladies and gentlemen, who's not on the job. When we stop somebody, and if they agree to us like that, oh well, we writing everything, we writing everything in the book. We finding everything wrong with the, with this car or whatever the case may be. We finding everything. But for a police officer to do that to another officer working, that's the part of like, okay, is my man on the job because he genuinely, truly cared to serve and protect, or he just want, or he just want, he just want, he just want to stunt. Yeah, I'm a police now. I just want to stunt. He just, he won't the accolades, but he don't want to put the work in. He doesn't care. I don't know. But from his actions, you know, his actions don't show that he's an officer that, you know, that want to go out here and serve and protect the, the, the community, you know, and do it in a way, in a professional way because of what, how he greeted another fellow officer. Man. If, he greeted, if he greeted an officer like that, how's he on the street when he stopped a civilian? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, is, is he is does he can't is he on the job for the right reason? That's what um, we're talking about today. This, you know, uh, uh, officers who discredit or dis do a disservice to the men and women in this community. I uh, I don't know. I don't know, Miss Miss Waddy, what you what you got? I don't know. Oh, holiday, you got anything extra on that? No, I th- I just think um, I think he he got bullied in high school and he became a cop. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Oh man, oh, me, man. Uh, I because th- because right it, it, because it's like I have like, to throw dude, that in there. Right? It's like, dude, relax. It's like, why are you why are you hot? Everybody, uh, get I get pulled over more now as the police than I was when I wasn't, mm-hmm. and I don't care. I get pulled because I I know I know the outcome. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, Shoot, I always apologize. I say, oh, my bad. Right. Get out your car. My bad, man. Yeah. Listen, this is all you have to do is this. Oh, man. You know what? I'm sorry, officer. Here's my license insurance. My apology. You know, if it's one, then if I can get a professional courtesy, I work for such and such, such and such. It's either yay or nay. We always have discretion. And don't get it twisted for my men and women officer who think they're above the law. You can get ticket too. So, come on, come on, don't do that, don't do that. You know, you know what's like working on these streets. Don't do that to a fellow officer. Come on now, don't don't let the powers may be get you in this job to 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 divide and conquer. They're trying to divide and conquer us, fight them, in, you know, amongst ourselves. Don't let them do that. We got to work. We got to rough as it is already. Don't some people who's coming in who's new. Get that crap out of your head that, you know, this is a racist department or the case may be whatever, whatever the case. Come on, there's there's plenty of men and women in off in, in law enforcement that, that's doing the job correctly. You know, don't come in there and start causing the division and chaos within the department. We don't need that. Everybody has to work together. Now more than ever, everybody got to work together. Uh, Miss Miss Wally, what are you taking this? What happened, what happened if that was you and you pulled you pull my man over? He gave you some static like this. 
Well, in general, um, I'll let every officer know that if it starts off with the entitlement, I'll, I'll let them know, like, you're not entitled just because you wear a badge, just like I'm not entitled. There's been a couple times, for the most times I've been, I don't get pulled over a lot at all when I'm off. But the times okay. I've been pulled over, I've never even shown my badge. Okay. Like, unless a, a cop is trying to power trip and trying to show me that he finally found his or her identity by trying to abuse his authority, then it's like, okay, I need you to calm down. I'm going to have you call your sergeant over here. Mm-hmm. Like, but other than that, I don't act entitled when I do something wrong. So I don't let other cops act entitled with me. Like, you don't, even if I pull you over, you don't get to just wave your badge out the window. I'm going to tell you why I pulled you over. Be very professional. I'm going to keep my cool because it's all professional to me. But I'm going to just let the person know that they're not entitled. And and that happens. Sometimes you, you pull off so open, you know, they, you know, show, you know, shoot a bad. Get it, get it. I get you. I get you. I, I grew up in everywhere. Okay. Don't, don't worry. All right. Keep going. You good. So this is, this is different. The entitlement. The different mentality of some of these officers is getting on the job. We don't need, great officers do not need people like that who think they're entitled above the law on the job. Because if you do that to us, just think, what do you do to the civilian? We, we, we cannot have that. It is so much stuff going on where, you know, now that cameras is, is, are everywhere. Cameras are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Don't think, we had a lieutenant, he retired, man. A great lieutenant, great lieutenant. I knew, and he knew me from all of my whole career. You know, go to war with this guy because he was a white shirt, but he understood the troops. He was for the soldiers. We go, we got some supervisors now that can give a damn, but he miss him. He was for the soldiers. He cared about the soldiers. He took up. He stood up. Stood for his soldiers, for his people. So, um. Guys, what should what should what should, what should the city do here? What should the department do? Because this is the second. The altercation we just heard was the first stop. You know, he's saying, yeah, you know, you guys are some lame ass, you know, blue card MFers and you know, get the F out of here. And so I mean, a police officer talking to another police like that. And, and then and then this year, that was last year, and then this year, he ended up fleeing and eluding from the police. And he got charged. I mean, what should well, well, what, what should the department do here? Because well, my man ain't getting it. Well, shoot. Yeah. Hey, I don't know what you know, because I, I didn't pay attention to his punishment. But hey, you showed your true colors. You out. You out. Because right. guess what? People don't change like that. People don't change. You know what I'm saying? If he if he did that back then, then he he did another behavior just as bad this year. You out. He, right. He's fleeing and he looting. Yeah. Uh, Dude. So, so so now you're trying to do what drag race is doing. Now, now you're trying right. to do like the people on the street. Right. Well, if you if you want to beat them, then be them. But guess what? Not with that star. Give it give it up. It's just right. that you star. can't be both. You, you, already, gonna... you, you made your more. You made right. you made your decision. You, you made, made a decision, right? That's it. You can't be both. You can't yeah. say, hey, I'm a police, but no, I don't like police officers. You can't be both. Yeah, Either yeah. one side or the other. You look warm. We can't have you if you're warm. Nah. You pick a side. Choose a side. You choose badge, gun, 
bend over and let me kick you out. It's just I mean, that simple. And like I say, I don't know what's, you know, we don't know the story behind his mindset. I don't, we don't know, but the actions speak louder than the words. And it's like, bro, what? Well, you know what? You, you sign, even with actions, you know what you signed up. Right. You, you knew what you signed for. You had to be professional. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't do that to your own, your own team. But you know, the question is, you don't even do that to I, nobody. Hey, the question is, I don't know what Copa going to do. Copa might get us due to medal. Who knows? Uh, yeah, shit. Wait, this dude ain't already fired. I, I, I don't know. Haven't really heard that. This, this client ain't fired already. Nah, because the charges pleading the losing is only misdemeanor. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll just see. We'll just see what happens. Because I, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen on this one. Uh, I know Copus should be investigating this one, but again. I don't know. I'm not too. I don't know about them. They they probably look at this like, oh, you know, he's doing it to one of his own. They probably give him a medal or a statue or something. I don't know. Who cares? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, man, but uh, <laughs> miss, <laughs> you know, because you you know we can talk about them forever. They just but uh, Miss Wadi, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think the uh, city should do here? I I mean, what the, what should the department do? I would say uphold to the department's standards and uh, policies. And mm -hmm. if if one's actions are not reflecting, then they can't represent the Chicago Police Department. Because this is the thing. We're pro-police, uh -huh. but we're pro-good policing. Exactly. And I stand for that unashamedly. Like, we get on here, we talk about the criminals, the system, how criminals are being held as heroes we talk about that all the time because mm -hmm. i can admit that that's what's going on you know it should not be abolish police or defund the police i'm not for any of that i feel like those are all detrimental ideas right very stupid you know i'm definitely anti defund the police i'm definitely anti abolish police i'm not for none of that but at the same time i'm not for corrupt officers in any type of way and mm -hmm. I'll make that very clear. I'm not for cover-ups. I'm not for silent code. I'm not for, no, because my thing is this. If I'm a good officer, I have no problem at all when corrupt officers are held accountable because mm -hmm. I'm not guilty. The shoe mm -hmm. don't fit on me. If the right. shoe don't fit on me, I have no problem with saying corrupt officers should be fired. Mm -hmm. So when it's something where the evidence is like falls under that without reasonable doubt, and it's clear as day that that officer did something that was proven and shown to be objectively wrong. And they knowingly did that because that's just their corrupt character. They don't belong in the department because there is change that needs to be done on the department. Just like it's change that needs to be done within the community, there's change that needs to be done on the department. We say right. all the time, the department's not perfect. True. Mm -hmm. So let's address those imperfections, some of them. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's not that right. we know, it's not that we're saying that one day we're going to snap our finger and the department's going to be absolutely perfect. No, you got something wrong on every field, every work field. We live in a fallen world. That's just what it is. But right. when we get the opportunity to address certain things, let's address it objectively. Like I said, I love what I do. I love the idea of like protecting and serving people, but doing that in transparency and genuinely valuing um, the safety and the lives of the community. Like I want my own to be valued. 
So with that, we don't need corrupt officers of any kind at all. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not ashamed to say that. I don't get on here just because I'm pro-police and avoid saying like, oh, let me not talk about something that was proven that a cop did that was, you know, unjustifiably wrong. Right. Like, oh, I don't want to talk about it because that's a cop. No, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you don't reflect the values of the department. Exactly. No. Exactly. No, no, you, you don't belong. Well, you don't uh, officer, you know, also, Ms. Wadi Holiday, if we don't talk about it and we leave it to the civilians or the community members to talk about it, then it seems like there's the cover up or there's, they all think alike. And then right. and that's how they rope us all in a bunch if we don't talk about it. Exactly. You it's know, like so, proving that point. Right. We're so, proving their point. I'm not going to prove nobody's point. You can't sit up here and say, you know, when you get on the department and you got people be like, oh, I hope they don't change because of the department. Mm -hmm. I hope the department don't change them. If I sit here in silence and don't objectively say when, and I always say when things are objectively proven that an officer was at fault and knowingly and willfully did something that they knew was wrong, not a narrative, not a half or ending of a clip or something that they do in the media. I'm talking about something that's proven that they're, they knew they were at fault. They knew, right. <coughs> excuse me, they're unjustifiably wrong. I'm not going to sit up here and not say that that's not wrong, but I can address what criminals do all day. I can address when commu some community members know what's going on, but they're not saying nothing. Mm -hmm. I have to shut up. I can't talk about community members not saying nothing, but then I don't say nothing when somebody's right. supposed to uphold the same values that we uh, swore an oath, an oath to. We uh -huh. both swore under the same oath, but one is knowingly violating that. But I'm going to sit there and, and not say, no, well, that's a fellow officer. Okay. The community can say the same thing. That's a fellow community member. Right. I cannot say nothing. Right. I don't do it because me, I'm not for the us versus them. I am for right versus wrong. Mm -hmm. That goes for whoever. I'm not a partial. I'm not, I'm not an impartial person. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm an impartial person. I don't believe in showing partiality to people. Like I don't believe in biased treatment or biased perspectives. Yes, I'm a cop. I'm glad to be a cop. I'm not letting that go. I don't let nobody tell me what being, um, how I'm supposed to think. I don't let nobody tell me what being black is supposed to be and like how oh you're a traitor because you're a cop. I'm not for that garbage. Right. Because yeah, I'd be a traitor if I knew who was killing people in the street and well, I don't say exactly. that because oh, it ain't my business. Mm -hmm. I be, I betrayed in my own community then. So how about that? No. So that I'm I'm for what's right. I'm for I'm for God. I'm for what God calls me to do and what He calls me to be and how I'm supposed to serve people. If I'm wrong, I rectify the wrong. But other mm -hmm. than that, I strive to do what's right. No, I'm not perfect, but I strive to do what's right by always rectifying and owning if I did something wrong unintentionally. I will never make the motive and intent to do something right. that I know is wrong. And with that, I'm not for covering nobody or vouching for somebody just because they wear the same blue shirt. No, because mm -hmm. that's no different than what the gangbangers do on the street. Miss mm. Wadi, you said it all. You mm -hmm. said it all right there. There's no difference from gang members who do anything, non-law-abiding citizens who, who, you know, commit, commit crime. But you have somebody who sees and knows that person and seeing what happened and don't do anything. Same thing for an officer who's seen a bad, a bad officer did something and don't say anything.
the same thing. There's no difference. It's the same thing. And for if we want yep. the community members to stand up and say something, then the community members also want us to stand up and say something when, when a bad officer do something that uh, that goes against betrayed their their oath. People, there is an entity, there is a power in principalities, and there's entities that's that's in this in this thing where to keep us divided. We're in the same boat here. We, officers, good officers don't like bad officers. Oh, Civilians, oh. community members don't like gang or people who who who, who tear down the community. Who's a, a domestic terrorist? The same thing. But there's there's powers that there's a, the evil empire in between just to keep the division, so we can keep the the the, the tension between the community members and law enforcement. That's it. That's it. Check this out. For a community member to live safer in their house, to have their kids play outside, to walk to the store, to walk to your car without being carjacked or come outside without being shooting you, you have to shield your loved one because of gunfire and gangs and stuff. You need the police. You need the police. For the police, for the police, for it to solve these crimes, to get what's going on, to get the information on, on the, out on the street, you need the community members. We have to work together. But if one officer does something to betray that trust, and then for that community member to say, that's how all officers are, that's not good. For officers come on the scene and to judge one person and that one person represent the whole community, that's not good. So what, what we must have to do here. So far as on the law enforcement side, we have to have to say, hey, you know what? If officer doing bad thing, if something happened, we must speak out on it. Now it doesn't always have to be where, you know, this officer fired or whatever the case may be. But because sometimes, sometimes a corrupt officer or a bad officer, there's a difference between that and officer who's at who have a bad day. You know, the, you know, sometimes stuff happens out in the streets where, you know, officer, you just take that officer there. He's not a bad person. Just he endures so much. Just one day he snapped. That's true. Because that happens in any other work field. You get right. nurses who experience that, doctors, teachers, anybody. So that's that's true. Right. And then we have stuff in place where we just had training where where you see this from officer, you talk to this person. And, and so there are things that are, are changed about the police department. It's progressed since the 80s it's progressed since the 90s it's progressed since the 2000s now we're 2023 so but we can't have officers getting on a job doing bad things it's not going to end but if we keep highlighting it more you know it'll be a few far and few between you know what I'm saying we we you know we get bad everything that's the thing we got bad everything so it's not going to stop, but, but, you know, we can minimize it. We can minimize it by talking about it. We can minimize it by identifying it, minimize it by, by jumping on it and cutting it off at the head. But because, because Ms. Wadi, you said it best, 
it was at one point where all over the all over this country, I don't know about the world, but this country was looking at the police as the enemy. And as guys, as being out there as a soldier for this city, to hear that, it's a disservice. Mm-hmm. Because what a few, we talking about less than a percent, less than a percent have done. They wanted to disband us. They want to defund. One lady got on there, had a town hall meeting, said we should be disarmed. Now, I, <laughs> they, hell, they went to a point where they want to take Paw Patrol off there. No, uh, not Paw Patrol. I, no. I mean, <laughs> no. They took, they took Chicago, uh, they took uh, 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 AMC, was it AMC? I forgot. The network uh, uh, body cam. Or or cops, cops hey. loaded up. They went. Yeah, they took cops off. They took off. That took their stuff off the air oh. because of bad officers. But they always did good than, in them, sure. And it's less than one percent. Less than one percent. To and mm. and my in my math, somebody probably say, "Man, yeah, you you <laughs> you a little given." But in my percentage, it's 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 one percent or less. But you know, but they they you know the squeaker will get all the grease. So that's what that's what that's what the problems maybe want you to think and want you to see. They want to plaster this. That's why this pop, this platform is propolis. We want to we want to we want to you know saying project the positivity in, in law enforcement because it's a, it's a disservice for what the men and women that go out there risk their lives on a daily basis and not get the flowers and not get the recommendation. You know, I had a guy today in the gym. Uh, he asked what I did for a living. I told him I'm the police. And he said, man, you know what? I appreciate and thank you for, for your services. I was like, wow. <laughs> it's like Chinese. Because people rarely say that. Yeah. And I told him, man, I appreciate that. But you know what that did, what that did for me? It, it, it gives me, it refreshed me and rejuvenated me to say, hey, you know what? There are still men and women out there in the neighborhood in these communities need the police and want us around. Mm-hmm. So no matter what's going on, no matter where you get COPA, no matter you get BLM, no matter you get soft, weak ass politicians and soft, weak ass uh, uh, su- su- supervisors, there's still men and women in the community who need the police. And I don't give a damn what everybody else got to say. You know what? I'm here. I signed up for the job, so, so I'm here. So no matter what, what's going on, I don't care what the chips look like. I don't care if I'm surrounded by, I don't know how many enemies. I'm, I'm, I'm still fighting. And I know you guys are still fighting. And there are many women, many, many women in, in law enforcement that shows up and show out on a daily basis because there are people who need the police. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? They need the police out here. But we, yep. we want to expose the ones that we cannot have bad officers. You know what I'm saying? So, all right, well, hey, listen, hey, that's the show. That's the show, guys. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think. Thank you for listening. Miss Wadi Holiday, thank you for being on us right along with me. And remember, be nice until it's time not to be nice. Wait a minute, people. We're not done yet. We're the announcer of Blue Cape Award winner. Holiday, who's getting the award today?
Today, Blue Cape Award winner goes out to no other than 10-year-old Sammy Green from Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Sammy was walking home from school when a woman started to follow him. The woman approached Sammy and said, I'm your friend of your father's. Sammy, of course, did not know this woman. Security camera captured Sammy and a woman about to walk past the Danny B. Funky store, at which time Sammy walked into the store up to the cashier named Hannah Daniels and asked her to act like you're my mom. This lady is following me. The cashier walked up to the front door of the store and locked it, and the woman walked away. Short time after, police located the woman and being referred as a mental health service. By the quick thinking and action of Sammy Green, he saved his own life. We on the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast salute you, Sammy, for being our Blue Cape Award winner. Wow, Sammy, quick thinking. I got used that one day if I ever being followed. <laughs> so thank you, Holiday, for announcing our Blue Cape Award winner. So people, you can always check us out on Red Circle, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Verbal, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Please, we encourage you all, if you have any questions, comments, or you want to vent, hit us up at Black and Blue Vanguard Podcast at gmail.com. What is police brutality? Does it exist? Police brutality, a coined term that's been worked to death. It's run the gamut from physical brutality to rudeness, and it's a damaging term. When the police do something that's objectionable, call it what it is, rudeness, undue force, neglect of duty, or whatever, but not police brutality. It can't be defined. It's just a label that some factions of our society use to destroy public faith in constituted law and authority, the police.